Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert and Dan Peterson. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show presented by Royanton Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, four-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, two-time winner of the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and the first-time winner of the Top Choice Award in London. And presenting sponsor of the London Nights Radio Broadcast on Global News Radio 980 CFPL. We will not do a Nights Report today, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you? No, we won't. Thank you for listening today. We hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't wait. Give us a call. You don't have your Bob McCallan sunglasses on during the show here, Steve. <laughs> you know, you just about walked into a sign in the elevator and you take your sunglasses off now? I have no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> because you did just about walk into a sign off the elevator. So, didn't you, Dan? But did I? Yeah. Did I hit the sign? No. no. I saw it and with my cat-like reflexes, <laughs> yeah, I right. leaped out of the way and, and saved the sign. I That's certainly right. didn't run into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't run into it. <laughs> if Boy. you did hit it, it would have been. And gone. let's let's talk about the sign. It's knee high. It's not like we're not like talking like I walked into a street sign. Okay. So. No, the, no, that would have been what you do here with your phone when you're looking down and I'm talking to you. But you didn't have your phone in your hand when you were walking off the elevator. Okay. You done? <laughs> no, I just started. Can we have a Calgary Flames report? <laughs> Cena, we have a Calgary Flames report. Cena, we don't have a Knights report. <laughs> Yeah, what did those Flames do? I don't know, Dad. Do they even I have a hockey know. team? Yes, they do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, red one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now flaming. We, flaming. Flaming red. Yes. Now, we should mention the theme for the song this week is? You got the sheet. Karaoke. So the karaoke. best karaoke song next week. Unfortunately, Dan, you finished in last <laughs> this week. <laughs> so next week, the theme is? Best song from the Super Bowl halftime. Yeah. So we've all, everybody, for once, everybody's got their picks in already. Uh, like, is that, is that, that's any Super Bowl, right? Right. That's right. So Peter's gone back to Super Bowl number one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I went back to the one where the Dolphins were undefeated oh, and won the Super goodness. Bowl. You know, that's the one oh, I chose. Oh, that's yeah. going back a ways <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't you know there's no more water in Miami? Yeah. The fish are drying yeah. up. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but they're the only team that's gone undefeated and won the Super Bowl. So I'll hold on that forever until it happens again. Did the Flames that... do something similar? No. F- Sorry. When was the last time uh, Toronto won the Stanley Cup? 2018, actually. Oh, yeah. A bold prediction. Absolutely. (laughs) You heard it here live on 980 CFPL. Well, it was 88 for the Flames, 67 for the Leafs. 1967. How old were you then? Seven years old. (laughs) Still remember sitting in front of the TV. Black and white. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Black and white. So we'll get to a couple of questions. And this, I guess I have one more show and then I'm going to be gone for four weeks. (laughs) 
I'll be <laughs> over at the Olympics. I might call in. Really? So, yeah, I may give a call in and, you know, because it will be early in the morning. Because you're up going to the bathroom or something? Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Four in the morning? Yeah, I'll be giving you a call. But uh, there was a call that came in here, and I've been holding this one for Dan. I think, you know, we oh. should, you know I was thinking we should have a little fun. You should just bring out the little bell and, uh, you know, you ask the question and we, we have to hit it to see who gets to answer it. <laughs> So this one is from Ron. What is the purpose of a trap seal primer, and how do you know if it's working properly? Well, uh, years ago when they used to do floor drains in basements, um, the water in the traps used to dry up and people would get sewer odors in the basement. So to keep things uh, clean and sanitary, they decided that they were going to make it code that people put trap seal primers in. And that enables this trap in your floor drain in your basement to stay full of water, has a seal in it with the water so that your sewer gas does not come up into your basement. And uh, that was uh, brought in – that was actually brought in a number of years ago. So if you're starting to get odors in your basement, it could be you don't have a trap seal primer or it's starting – it's not working properly. Now, if you didn't have one yeah. or you have to replace one, yes. do you have to dig the floor up? No, not normally. No. If you didn't have one, you may have to dig the floor up. Okay. But if you have one already that's not working properly, um, it's just a matter of it's above ground and will be piped above ground, usually in around the laundry tub. Okay. And you can just replace that there. Some of them they have a – it connects right to the laundry faucet. So that every time you run water in your laundry tub, water will go down into the trap. So you always have fresh water in there. Even if you have water in there, you know, it could get stagnant. It could um, evaporate. Right. So that's what this primer does. So if you don't use your laundry tub a lot. That's right. You it could, could dry up. Dry up. And if you put uh, – just fill a bucket full of water, pour some water down there and you'll re- put a new seal of water in the trap. But you should get your primer looked at. Now, do you pour it down the floor drain? Yes. No, not the laundry tub. Right. You pour it down the floor drain. Okay. Okay. Could you have answered that, Steve? Not as eloquently <laughs> as Dan. <laughs> yeah. I could have I given it a go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of eloquence. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break while Steve tries to mold his head back down to size here. What are we talking about? <laughs> but the phone lines are open. So you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. What a beautiful song. Well, I thought, <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there a story that goes along with that song that you were doing karaoke with, uh, who was it, Jake Higgs's wife one time at uh, up in Ilderton? Or? No, no, I did. It, it was in Sarnia. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got the city wrong. And we're talking like 20 years ago. I know. Was it that song? No. What was the song? It was... (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. It was Islands in the Stream. And you didn't... With Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. And you didn't pick that song. I thought that would have been the song you'd pick. No. No, see, there's no no memories there. It's fine. It's okay. (laughs) So anyway, Steve finished first with Don't Stop (laughs) Believing by Journey. 
But I don't know why this next song that first be playing. first place, Peter. First <laughs> place. Yeah, well, I was right behind you. I know. Where as soon you? as it started, your arms went up in the air. We thought somebody <laughs> yeah. scored a touchdown yeah. somewhere. The Super Bowl winner or something. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, we should get. What's your prediction for the Super Bowl? Well, I you know, I just it it'll it's, be a Tom Brady show. Okay, I was yeah. going to say this doesn't have to be a long. You know, you could say one or the other. So you're saying the Patriots? Yes. Okay. Dan? Well, I think the Patriots will come through also. Um, I don't know whether Foles can keep it going. Andrew? The fish. No. <laughs> the Eagles? The Eagles. All right. And I'm going to pick the Dolphins. No. Okay. Well, good luck. <laughs> no, I'll pick the Patriots as well, I think. Oh, well. So, we've, so we'll see what happens. What is you're, we, kind of, you're kind of off script. Are you you feeling okay? I'm feeling just, you know, I'm still <laughs> picturing you wearing those sunglasses. I don't know. Um, I got a quick one that you should be able to answer this one, Steve. Just a sec. Oh, there you go. How do I know that I have put my filter in the right way? Well, on the, on all filters, on, on all filters, doesn't matter which where you buy them or, or whose they are, there'll be a little arrow on that filter, and that arrow will say airflow. And... That's the way that they want the air to travel through that filter. So the easiest way to remember uh, what I tell my customers is that arrow should point to the furnace. So if you're when you open up that filter cabinet, wherever it is on your furnace, if the arrow is always pointing to the furnace, it's going the right way. And if you're, you know, once you figure that out, you can take a Sharpie and just put a black mark, put the arrow the way it should face so that you just look On at the ductwork, yes. Yeah, so then, every it's, time. Yeah. then it just makes sense too, yes. Now, we were – we um, we have a lot of people, you know, we still say replace your one-inch filter every month, replace your four, five, or six-inch filter every six to eight months. Um but we're still getting calls for furnaces not working that are plug filters. Right. That's correct. So your smart thermostat, you can put reminders in. Right. If you don't have a smart thermostat, we can send reminders out through our email system. Right. So, you know, what I say now is there's opportunities where you don't have to think about it. Just fill in the information for the year and it will send you reminders to tell you when it's time to do it. Yes. Because yeah, it's, it's very important. And we always say have a spare one, right? So you have the new filter you put in but have a spare one on top so that when it reminds you, you can go down and make the change and then pick up the filter at a later time. Right. And when they buy a new system from us, they get? Two filters. Two filters. Unbelievable. One that's in the cabinet and the spare one for the changeout. We're just thinking of our customers when we install that new equipment. Well, it's an easy thing to forget, too. You think, oh, I have to change my filter, and then, you know, sometimes life gets in the way, and you think, geez, it's a couple of weeks later. I still haven't done that yet. Yeah. So yeah. when yeah. you have a reminder, it's uh, a good thing. Yeah, and we should all f- do what we say, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot here at myself, Steve. My son came over for my famous shepherd's pie last night, <laughs> him, him and Len, him and his girlfriend, and we had my – beautiful shepherd's pie that when I make it, he's got to come over and eat it. And he walked in and they gave the dog a shock. And he says, like, Dad, what's going on? Your humidity level's too low in here. Haven't, didn't your humidifier working? 
well, Brandon, I really need a new humidifier pad. I haven't wow. put it in yet. Oh. Yeah. So, so. You didn't put that reminder on your phone? Yeah, it has been reminding me. I just have forgot to walk from my office to the parts department to tell them to order me because I have the soft <laughs> one that I have to change in twice in a season. Then, so why wouldn't you have the spare one already down there? Because <laughs> It's just been busy, Steve. Oh, you know, yeah, I've been yeah. curling and you know, trying to help Canada win Olympics. You know, things have been busy, <laughs> right? You know, but I will get it at today. Matter of fact, when we leave here, I think I'm driving by to pick one. Do up. Do you need a sticky note? No, I don't need a sticky <laughs> note. I'll put a sticky note on your desk, to, you know, on Monday, like I do on your desk. All yeah. Time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticky <laughs> notes, you know. Hey. So we got a an email came in from Dave says how do you prevent pipes from freezing in crawl spaces? Whoa! Don't put them in the crawl spaces. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you can prevent that, that's fine. But a lot of times you can't. Um, any kind of heat you can put into that crawl space just to take the frost off in there will prevent those pipes from freezing. Uh, make sure you don't have any drafts in that crawl space. You should uh, look up in between the joists, make sure there's lots of insulation in there and maybe insulate the walls. But if you can have an opening from your basement into your crawl space, maybe put a grate on it so you get some airflow through there. Um, a lot of people will insulate the pipe. It isn't always the ultimate for keeping those pipes from freezing. Most of it is if you can just put a little bit of heat in there Every time the furnace comes on or uh, something to get some air movement in there and make sure that crawl space is well insulated, you're you're going to be further ahead. So you can – so if you run a supply into that, what's that cost roughly, Steve? Well, a couple hundred dollars to do that. And the only other thing I'd suggest too is if it's dirt, like a lot of them are, I'd, I'd be putting some poly down on the ground as well just because of the, uh, the moisture problems that occur yeah. through um, – through dirt, you know, just open dirt yeah. floors underneath crawl spaces. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and we, a place that we, both you and I were at that went and quoted, they had a, <laughs> it was an old cottage that they had added on for better terms. I think it was a porch. Yes. And they had enclosed the porch yeah. and then opened it up to the rest of the house and it was freezing yeah. cold. But there, they had taken the supply off the trunk and wasn't getting very much airflow. We moved it to the plenum, and I understand talking to them this week that it's just unbelievable the difference that makes. Yeah, unfortunately, some yeah. you know sometimes you know when when you're doing a renovation in your home, some you know contractors are really good at what they do, but they don't really understand our business that well. So, like an existing supply trunk line was designed when it was originally done to 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 do the original layout. So when you just add a, a a supply air off an existing trunk line, you actually rob it from everything else that's on that supply trunk line. So all we did was take it back, put it back to its original and move that supply back to the, the furnace where where it can fully, you know, where it can do its job properly. Yeah, yeah. It'll keep the floors warmer uh, also. Yes. In there, especially like you say about that, that cottage that was cold in there. If you can keep that floor warmer, you'll be more comfortable Absolutely. also. You can put a damper in that run. Um, into the crawl space that so you can cut it back if you'd like a little bit, yep. and you can you can kind of adjust it a bit while along you know while you're going along a little more a little less. Yep. Now, if Ron, you know, is a little late and the pipes are now frozen. Yes. How's he unthaw that? Well, the best thing he can do is get some heat in there. Um, open the tap up 
the top that's frozen, whether it be hot or cold or, or both, and get some heat in there and let that unthaw itself. But the most important thing is he opens the taps and leaves them open yeah. so that when that uh, ice starts to thaw on those lines, it will has some place to expand. If you leave the taps off, no place to expand, then you'll split a line, pop a solder joint, um, then you're going to have a big flood in there. So if you don't have shutoffs in there, you can't shut that off. So make sure you leave those taps open. Don't do it if you're going away. Um, sometimes people will do that. They'll open the tap up. They'll go away for a day or so. Next thing you know, they've got a huge water bill. Or sometimes even a drain line could freeze. It's uncommon, but that could happen, and then you'd have a flood. Now, they – I've heard, and, and I'm pretty sure this is correct, but you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not wrong that often, Steve, but just <laughs> – but when a copper pipe should not touch the galvanized ductwork because the two metals can interact and it can yes, develop right. a weak point yes. in the copper. Yes, that's right. If you see that uh, one of your copper water lines is touching your ductwork, put a piece of foam insulation in there. You usually can move the pipe enough to, to get a little piece of foam or a piece of rubber in there just to cushion that. And actually, you know, when you open and close your tap, your pipe will actually move a little bit too. So it's not only the reaction of the metals, you're getting a rub there too. So you could create a hole that way. We also get into that situation where they've they've attached existing copper plumbing to existing galvanized as well, right? Yes. So yes. There, there becomes a galvanic reaction that goes on That's there right. and that will leak eventually. Eventually, yeah. yes. What kind of reaction, Steve? Galvanic. Galvanic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I Google that? You can. <laughs> Big it's, words today. It's dissimilar metals in contact with each other that, you know, weren't designed to be together. All right. yeah. They do make a fitting, like a union fitting that uh, – a dielectric union that you can put on to prevent that. But, From happening, yeah. But it – I mean it really doesn't work all that well either. So now, if you replaced all that copper, why would you just continue yeah. and finish that every, That's every right. little piece off? Yeah. yeah. Well, you would think that, but in my house, I, we didn't do it. But in my house, they didn't do that. It got galvanized from the meter up into the basement ceiling somewhere and then copper. And then it changes. Yeah. Yes. And I can still get the smell and a little bit of the discoloration yeah. in the morning. Did you put a softener in your house? Uh, no, I have not. Well, you put maybe a consider putting a softener in your house. Well, if somebody would come over and sell me one. Okay. Is that all it takes? All right. I'll have that appointment booked for you on Monday. Okay. Maybe you can bring a humidifier pad with Maybe you. Maybe I can. I don't have to pick one up today. Um, a quick one here. Carol uh, emailed in, do we service appliances? We do not service appliances anymore. We nope. used to. Yep. We stopped in 2010. So that would have been, we did it for like 83 years. So it, it was a long time, but we now no longer do that. Right. So we're going to go for a quick break. Uh, Steve's going to look up in his dictionary some more big words that he can say, but you can give <laughs> us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now that's the song for karaoke, Steve. That's, that should have been the winner. I don't know what happened. There. If you were born in 1920... <laughs> No, that, hey, my kids sing that song. It's yeah. kind of timeless. It's not timeless. You just, you probably played it when they were in utero. <laughs> yeah. 
Sweet I Caroline. Tr- I tried to get that one, but I was told it was already taken. Uh, yeah. 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 It was quick. As soon as you said karaoke, it was in. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny how he does that, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was the last pick this time. Where are you? But it didn't matter because the Dolphins went undefeated in the Super Bowl. You got to pick that one. So. Isn't that the one where Gerald Yepremian tried to throw a touchdown pass because he had a field goal blocked? Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we had uh, a, uh, another one come in that will be quick. Here, Steve, do you want to hit the hit the little button? There you go. Okay, you can take this one. Do you do spray insulation? Spray foam insulation? Yes. We do not do spray foam insulation, no. We mm-hmm. do not do insulation of any kind. And who's your recommendation for insulation? Uh, well, there's, there's several of them around uh, the area. Uh, certainly, uh, I tend to use... Uh, Richie insulation out of St. Thomas, Murray Richie. He's been in the business a very long time, very reliable. Um, so, if, and if I have questions about insulation, I usually talk to Murray because he certainly has is a wealth of knowledge, and um, that's who I would make recommendations to. But there are many, uh, many insulation companies, you know, in the in the London area. Yeah. So we had a. Or maybe, did we already do this one? No, Ron sent in another question. Sorry. It says, is there anything you can do to prevent your pipes from freezing? So he's been on a, he must have froze his pipes, wanted to know how to unthaw it. Yeah. And then now he wants to know what to do never to prevent that from happening. Well, hopefully again. he's still not waiting for the answer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we kind of answered that one earlier about uh, getting some heat into your crawl space or... Uh Sealing on any drafts in around the right. joists, yes. in between your joists and things like that. Drafts are usually the number one thing because the pipe are near the the bottom of your joists. Usually that's where the drafts come in. So that's usually when you get a pipe frozen and the most common place to get a pipe frozen. And I'll, now I watch a lot of those, you know, um, reno shows and things like mm-hmm. that. I kind of like them. Yeah, because at the home show, when Mike Holmes walked in, you ran over to see him. <laughs> hey, Mike. It's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he turned and said hello to me, Steve. Oh, okay, just, let's right. get okay. that right. Okay. You know. <laughs> um, but I was really going over to watch the Timber King. The what? Timber King. The Timber where they King. build the log homes, but yeah. he, he couldn't make it because he was a family emergency. Yeah. But <laughs> when they put those down... Yes. They put like a foam gasket on yes. them so that when they put it to the subfloor, they're sealing those timbers. That's right. That's right. And it could be the same thing done in new homes on yes. on your joists yes. or on your header, yeah. footer plates and things yeah. like that. Yeah. That normally, they do put a gasket down now. Uh, I think it's code that they put a gasket down now. But somehow the, you know that could wear out or there could be a – a tear in it or something like that. And uh, that's still normally where you get the coldest air coming in is in, is between the joists and right at that um, where that plate meets your foundation wall is the the number one spot. Now, it's not – this isn't a good way to fix it. But if you keep it just dribbling or a, a very small stream of water, yes. it's a lot harder to freeze that's moving right. water than it is standing that's water. That's correct. That is correct. Um, your hydro bill or your water bill could be up there, but if you if you're worried about you think it could freeze, just leave it dripping a bit, and uh, it'll uh, keep that line from freezing for you. I'll just give myself a. Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention just the thought of wasting water. 
Well, it, I know that. But if we ha- haven't been able to get us out there to put in that supply run into that crawl space, that could be – and they get it unthawed today, it's going to be cold. It's cold out yeah. there. You know, I know I put in an outdoor ice rink in a minus 25 wind chill. <laughs> I know how cold that is. Did you? Yeah. yeah wow. It's, okay. it's just a temporary thing to yes. keep it till you can get that looked after. Okay. Yes. We're but, just trying to help Ron, Steve. But sometimes temporary things because, you know, it, it works now. Sometimes you just kind of say, oh, that's, yeah, it's oh, kind of. Oh, that's looked after and then you never get well, back to it. It's kind of like your filter. You know, you <laughs> yeah. forget about your filter. Keep getting, keep getting yourself messages and yeah. keep putting them off, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who would It's do like that. hitting the snooze button on your alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. I well, put then, my alarm clock so far away I can't get yourself hit a humidifier snooze. pad and get it changed, right? I'm doing that today. I'm thinking about your poor dog getting electric shock treatment without <laughs> well, didn't she, she didn't sign up for it. <laughs> it was funny because uh, well, hopefully Lynn's not listening. She bent down to give Flurry a kiss like on the notes. And I could see the, the lightning bolt. <laughs> and both of them jumped back and it was like, I'm not coming near you again. The dog will, will never come close. It was kind of, you know, it was funny for a moment. <laughs> wow. So, yes, I should get the humidity level up a little higher in my house. I'll have to work on that. <laughs> um, Alex sent in a question, why are yearly furnace maintenances important to keep us, us you know, to keep the furnace working? Well, it's... Annual annual furnace maintenances are important just for the simple fact that it's a gas appliance and, you know, I just tell people you are injecting raw fuel into a box and igniting it several times a day and it's important that it work properly. It's important that the timing is working properly and that it's functioning properly. So the only way to do that is to have a, you know, a licensed technician come out and inspect that furnace once a year, make sure that all all the pressures are correct, that everything is working properly, that way you can ensure that it's going to, you know, give you a year of trouble-free trouble free heating. Uh, same thing with your car. You wouldn't be driving your car around and never change the oil. It's the same sort of thing. So it, and, you know, you don't want to find out when it's minus 25 that your furnace has been shut off because it's got a crack in the heat exchanger or, right. or things like that. Yes. Um, you know, so again, we talk about, and and we're going to have, uh, I, I've already made a note for next year early in the season, we're going to have, um, bring the fire department and people on to talk about carbon monoxide poisoning. That's important. It, yep. It's important that they have the testers and they don't last forever, you know, that they got to last for a long time. Well, same thing, even our, even, you know, all our technicians' tools, our combustion analyzers, our, our CO detectors, they all have to be calibrated on a regular basis. Yes. Right? And checked. And if yep. we didn't do that, they would they wouldn't give us the proper readings. So yeah, yeah. So I hope that helps. And you know, we we definitely recommend yearly maintenance. We believe it's hugely important. I mean, if you want to put anything off to two years, you might can do that for, with the air conditioner, but not with your furnace or your boiler. Anything um, gas fired, yes, and yeah. especially not your tankless water heater, Steve. Right. <laughs> I was going to say your gas fireplace, but you know tankless water heater is kind of important too. Have you, have you done that, Peter? Yes, I have. Okay, yeah, mine's used as a <laughs> training. So anytime we're training new employees, they train on my product, so that if they don't do it right, they hear it from me the next day. Oh, okay. See, that's how you get your maintenance done, Steve. I will tell you, <laughs> I, I, you know, I I have a lot of uh, respect for our technicians because uh, uh, when I was having trouble with my tankless hot water heater, I, I came home to check on Craig who was working on it and I walked into the room where the water heater was and 
I mean, it was a part on the floor, like all these pieces. And I, th- I looked at Craig and I went, do you know how this goes back together? And he said, of course I do. Get out of here. He said, it'll be working beautifully by the time I get out of here. And I said, okay. And it is. It's, it's, it's amazing. But yeah. It, no, they, we have uh, the best technicians in the world, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. everybody works hard and, and uh, you know, our care for our, our customers. And I, I really believe there isn't any better technician out there than the guys working for us. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back to a guy that's been in last place in the songs for two weeks in a row, so it's kind of nice. Uh, But the phone lines are open. We'd love to hear any question you have at 519-643-2222 or (laughs) 1-866-354-8255. What? I had to bring him back memories. I thought, that song. I thought Peter was about to bust a move back in behind the chair. That <laughs> <laughs> was Billy Jean, Michael Jackson, and Krusty McNabb, Gord McNabb. Picked that, uh, pulled him out of last place for two weeks in a row, and put Dan into last place. Oh, put me into last place. Now we got uh, playing when we exit the show is Love Shack by the B 52s. That's uh, Jamie's song. Not playing is. Ice Ice Baby, Vanilla Ice by Richard, and Pour Some Sugar on Me by Death Leopard by The Office, and Celebration by Cool in the Gang <laughs> was Dan's song. That's a good song, Dan. It is. Oh, yeah. but I thought that was a great karaoke song. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm you know, not the karaoke star that Peter thinks I am, so I really can't. Uh... <laughs> well, you know what? We should all, we should, one of the shows, we should just do karaoke. Let's not even talk about it, <laughs> That we? would yeah. be great. Well, maybe, <laughs> yeah. if you want to drive our, our listener from two <laughs> down to zero, yes. <laughs> well, I hear we have listeners who I didn't know listen, you know, that call, that text in. Richard, I haven't heard from Richard today. <laughs> He's at Costco. I've already checked in with him. Oh, did oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Richard. Glad you're really paying attention. Well, seeing how you didn't answer, you didn't, you didn't acknowledge him at all last week. Since I'm not here, you know, and I, I usually yeah. talk back and forth to Richard. No, he did text. It yeah. took me a while to read. Yeah, it. see, so he just he <laughs> said, "Fine, forget it. If you're not going to pay any attention to me, I'll just uh, go shopping with my wife." <laughs> well, we have a. Uh, email that came in from Larry that says, would you recommend using a coil cleaner to clean the indoor coil? If not, why not? And what would you recommend instead to remove the grime and possibly mold as I think it's causing a smell? Interesting question. Um, well, do you want me to tag you in here? Just actually, there you go. You're in. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We uh, we just spent a lot of time with this uh, a few months ago on uh, on ultraviolet technology that we use. So we actually, um, in some cases, well, what we're starting to do more and more of all the time is put a UV bulb in above the evaporator coil when it goes into your in like your new air conditioner. And what that ultraviolet does is it doesn't allow that bacteria growth to form and gum up your coil. So. The other thing it does, it does it prevents legionellas, the, the legionnaires virus from forming on coils as well. So there's a lot of benefit to having ultraviolet there, and it actually will prolong the life of your evaporator coil. And there's difference between, <clears throat> you know, we have like a one bulb, two bulb, right? And but the one we really like is the Apco because it's a UV light and 
It's uh, also PCO, which is photocatalytic oxidation. I know big words, Peter. <laughs> uh, really, but what it does is it neutralizes and purifies the air and gets rid of odors. So it, as well as so the the smell that Larry was talking about, it's gonna also can take care of that. Right. But if that smell is being formed because of the bacteria growth on the coil, that'll be eliminated first. Right. Yes. So, and if we, if we're having regular maintenance done and cleaning of that coil, vacuuming and and stuff like that, that that won't get an opportunity to grow with the UV light. So. A good maintenance, install the UV light, should take care of that. Yeah, they, they've shown a lot of uh, research where, you know, coils without ultraviolet and coils with ultraviolet, it's 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 night and day. The coil without with ultraviolet is like it almost went in the very first day it was installed. And I have an APCO UV on my furnace. Yes, you do. So do I. Yeah. Dan? No, I don't. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, but a, I do have a question about that. I've got a lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you have, if you don't have one, and you have uh, stuff building up on your your coil, right? And you put uh, the UV light in, will that? It will reverse the effect. It will. Yes, it okay. does. Yep. So, in answer, there is no bad time to have an ultraviolet light installed on your existing system. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're home this afternoon. <laughs> we can get that done for uh, you. I can, I'm getting a humidifier, you know, and Steve's coming over to price me on a water softener. Absolutely. You'd have softener, to have a certain Apco. amount of room above your coil yes, you to do. be able to put that in. Yes. What and, would that and, be roughly? Uh, six inches. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's the outside piece, I'm going to say, is a six-inch square, but the inside piece isn't that big. No. Okay. You know, right. it's kind of a, a U-shaped where it has the light bulb in the center, What's what's the word, Steve? Photocatalytic oxidation mm-hmm. across the top, and okay. then it has kind of a deflector shield. Yeah, looks and, a little Star Warsish. Okay, and you know it also helps you find all the cracks in your ductwork yeah. when you go down at night. You can see all oh, the little, yeah, all suppose. the little purple light coming yeah. out from your furnace, yeah, which yeah. we yeah. seal up and, and <laughs> cover up, and either yeah. with a silicone or or uh, the proper foil tape, right? Not duct tape, not duct right. tape. I don't know why they call it duct tape. It's not for duck work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not for ducks. So you should have used proper You mean, are you talking tape. ducks, quack, quack ducks? Quack, quack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not the fish. <laughs> not the dolphins, but the ducks. Um, we had a question come in from Jeff. It says, uh, do you provide multiple quotes for repairs from other company? So we call that a different thing. We call it a, a second opinion. So you've had another company come out, give you a quote on a repair. You're not sure whether it's right and you'd like a second opinion. Right. And uh, the answer to that is? Yes, we do. And we do that for free. Correct. Yeah. We'll go out and, and take a look at that and give you our opinion on it. Right. Uh, whether it's correct or not. It's correct. a free well, second opinion. Yes. Yeah. So, and those are offered all the times. And, and we kind of do that with our, you know, a lot of people call us and say, what's our hourly rate? And we don't have an hourly rate because our rate uh, system, we call it a flat rate, is built on having the best technician out there doing the work. So if I send a junior technician out and he takes three hours to do the repair, you don't pay three hours. If that repair, my top technician would do it in an hour, that's all you pay. So we don't go on an hourly rate because if I did, I, I should hire slow technicians who take a lot of time and then I can bill you more money. And we don't do that. Our system's built on the 
best technician doing the job, how long would it take, and then that's what it's priced out at. And that encourages me to train our technicians to get up yes. to that speed and be able to do the work quickly. Tag in, Steve. <laughs> Stop looking at that phone. Come on, I'm dead air. <laughs> you were talking, and I thought, you know, you're going to continue to take this someplace. I thought you were done. And then you're going to move on to another question because I'm talking to Richard. I thought he was shopping. What do you get at Costco? He's listening in Costco. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the store tuned into uh, 980 CFPL. Good. Well, yeah. Costco? <laughs> we just increased our listenership. Exactly. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, you know, if, if you're out there, Costco listening, make sure you go and like us on Facebook. We're at 484. We're trying to get to 500. Dan, do you know what would be funny if, well, he's gone, you know, Olympicking. Yes. Uh, you know, if, if we could, you know, finish that off and just really show him it's, you know, we can get that done and. Because he's been trying for months. Now. Yeah. And how long does it take to get a a text over to Pyongyang, uh, South Korea? <laughs> Pyongyang? <laughs> is that where it is? Pyongyang. 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 I just need to know when the girling and the hockey are on. That's exactly. All That's all I want to know, yes. Well, they start on the 8th. The day before the opening ceremonies, curling will be on. Great. So, and can I who uh, who's making the ice at the Olympics? Can I ask? It's a Hans. Oh, uh, is it Hans? Yeah, okay. Hans, who uh, who is from Canada, out in Manitoba, uh, and he he's been over there. He's already got the ice in, rings in, um, but he's been over there geez, a couple of months now. I think he's been there, and he's also doing it in 2022 in um, Beijing, China. Is that right? Yeah. He's already been over a couple of times and tested the ice because they're taking a pool. So if you remember the water cube yes, that was there for the Summer Olympics, it's going to be converted and called the ice cube. Oh. oh. But they're going to put stilts, scaffolding in the pool and build the ice on top. Really? Yeah, really. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> One of those little pillars shift, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but then when they're done with that, they can take it all out and it goes back into be the water cube. That's really, really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they're testing, putting different systems underneath <laughs> and putting the ice on. And so it will sound different as the rock travels over. It will echo because of, there's nothing in the bottom. Oh, so really? it'll, be, it'll be really different when they do it. But. Yeah. Well, but Hans wouldn't do it if he didn't think it could be done. No, no. He's very, he's the best in the world. So, yeah. I mean, we've got the best ice makers in the world, and that's why they come and take them. Mm. Well, that's really interesting. So, well, while you're pondering that, because it kept you off your phone, that was a great thing, you know. <laughs> Pong Chang. Pong yeah. <laughs> we just want to make sure everybody goes to RoyInch.com and checks out our specials and coupons out there. We've got a winter equipment offer, so if you're thinking of buying a furnace or an air conditioner, a rental special, $60 plumbing service call. But when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 186experts or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.